Okay. Hey guys. Uh this is Caleb. Uh support our podcast. We have a listener support segment with as little, with as little as a dollar you can support us that's a 100 shillings. That's a 100 Kenyan shillings. Uh we need to make a better podcasts for you guys. For you guys we need a better microphones, better internet and um because most of us are not in the same area and we greatly appreciate uh, <clears throat> any support that you give us thanks 2 1 hey, hey guys. guys hi guys my name is Caleb hey i'm Delmas this is Pablo this is Jabir this is Kevin guys welcome to the third world perspective we are going to give you a third world perspective on all kind of sports you name them beach nba <laughs> nfl <laughs> uh, beach f1 <laughs> football you <laughs> name them all kinds of sports yes <laughs> thank Arsenal. you ciao um so oh I believe Caleb uh this is Renhat yeah. hello Renhat yes Okay, are you with Caleb? Yes. Okay. Uh so we've just run it up the EPL. Uh hello listener, welcome to the podcast. This is the Padwell perspective. I'll be your host today, Lena Sohome. Uh Pablo is not with us. Well, he's still with us, but he won't be joining us. Um so this expect this to go on for a while. And today we plan to cover a weekend of football and I'll be joined by Caleb. Caleb say hi to the listeners. Hi guys, welcome to the third world perspective. Uh, hello Caleb and I'm also made aware that there's a friend with you if he doesn't mind yes. introducing himself at the moment. Let him introduce himself. Yeah, hello guys. Uh, my name is Reinhard and I'm new to the podcast. Yeah. Hope you just Yeah and there goes the gang for today. Uh so there's a lot to go through. Of course you know we had an international break and now football was well back. You know football is always back at some point. And so you know where else to start other than debuts and people scoring in iconic stadiums. And so first off Manchester United 4 Newcastle 1. Anyone who has initial thoughts on this because I'm pretty sure this has been the talk since well since the events occurred and so <laughs> I want thoughts about you know because everything had been said but I wanted to hear what you have to say about uh, the the whole situation or specifically to that one person yeah you know <laughs> it, it it's a, it's a time you can you know you can say what you want to say <laughs> okay so actually I'm I'm not a United fan mhm and I, uh, I was genuinely excited for Cristiano Ronaldo's return uh, to be honest specifically for my fantasy football team <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I, I was just happy he's back um, at least um, there's going to be more focus on the premier league and uh, I hope Arsenal can beat him the way he used to beat us when he was around <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. What about Trainhard? Uh Okay, uh, mine is just the same as Carlos. I hate I hate Ronaldo but I guess like <laughs> <laughs> because of Panto. 
yeah cuz of fantasy yeah. well unlike unlike you unlike you lucky fellas i never had any manchester united player other than luke shaw who got an assist from ronaldo so yeah that's nice but yeah i mean it was nice to see a legend of the game at this point you'd have to call him uh yeah. you know make such an impact on the team and he looked raring to go which i didn't expect given he joined uh he was a, a you know a last day transfer for the club and to see him come in and gelling in the team this well has been really nice and so hopefully he continues and also well and you know in that match uh newcastle do you think newcastle are able to stay up this season because they haven't really looked great up to this point Uh, for me, I don't think uh, Newcastle are actually going to be relegated. Yeah. It's open. Yeah. It's open for them to be relegated. Yeah, I, I, I believe so. Yeah, I feel for Joe Willock for leaving Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Newcastle haven't really looked like a team with a plan for a while now. And probably relegation could do them good although i'm pretty sure Newcastle fans listening to this will not be happy at my session but yeah i believe they should probably go down uh reflect and probably come up with you know with what with what they want to achieve they've settled into that miserable mediocrity which really never helps anyone in the end of the day but i guess as long as you're making uh premier league money then it's understandable yeah Okay so I'm I, I'm not so sure but I'm made to I I feel as if you're a national fan I'm really not so sure are you Yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> And of course the next piece will put a smile on your face uh so Arsenal one no which nil Yeah did you so, what, what give me the Yeah Yeah let's Mm-hmm. I just want to ask uh, do you do you think that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo can keep up such performances until the end of the season? Mm, can Cristiano keep up such performances until the end of the season? I mean, if he doesn't suffer an injury, I don't see why not because I don't expect him to play uh, game in game out but Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he if every time he gets on this every time he's on the pitch he he cool he cool i mean his man united players now seem to have a focal point with you know with ronaldo and know and know whom to look to with you know passes and crosses and what not and so yeah i mean he'll put up the numbers that's for sure he hasn't failed to register 20 goals and plus in a season for i think almost a decade now so i believe he'll put up the numbers Okay. I yeah. feel the same way. <laughs> so yeah. Um kids uh, too old, he may not be able to keep up uh, those performances for long but he'll, he'll get to 20 goals. Yeah, which which Man United really need at this point. They haven't had a player in quite a while who has got them 20 goals a season. Yeah, okay. So again to the sigh of relief that was Arsenal 1 Norwich nil. You know, Aubameyang with a goal, the winning goal which was crappy and quite emblematic of the season Arsenal have had up to this point and probably will have going forward. Uh how did you feel about this, my uh, Caleb? Uh I was I was well, it was a fair just like you put it. 
Because yeah. uh, two games in without a goal, uh, three games in without a goal, negative, yeah. negative nine <laughs> on the goal interest side. Yeah. And then bottom of the table. So the goal, however it came, there was some it was, there was some contention about offside, but I don't think it was. Uh, I was just relieved. That was my feeling. Okay. Uh, Brenhard, are you um, a national fan? Yeah. Okay, so you're yeah. also a fan. And your thoughts to this? Yeah, that goal, after it was scored, I was just perplexed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Three games without a goal, negative nine. Oh my god. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> you know, Arsenal fans, we are diehards. We suffer yeah. a lot, but yeah. Yeah, it was a moment of <laughs> moment of relief, a moment to put a smile on each of your gloomy faces. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you managed to win the relegation battle. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, we still at position sixteen. Yeah, which which is an improvement given that you started, you know, bottom of the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So after seeing this game, you know, Arsenal really had a plan. Uh, they seemed to press Norwich quite well. Uh, do you think this is a turning point for you guys? Do you think now, now your season starts proper? Or is it, you know, Ateta just trying to buy himself more time? Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really convinced by Ateta. I need to see... I think this season, he has the squad that he wants. Uh, he's purchased the players that he he wanted, and I think not convinced. So um, let's wait and see until January. I can't speak for now, but I'm not convinced as an Arsenal fan right now. Okay, so uh, okay, well, you've you've picked up you've picked up your first points. Uh, yeah. Top half of the table is that is that realistic at this point, or will you be the bottom half? You know, the bottom half players that that you currently occupy well uh, <laughs> i really i i'm biased i really hope but i'm definitely sure uh, we we are not going to finish in the top four all right all right uh reinhardt do you think norwich will be a team staying up this season they can't they can't i mean they're just it's yeah. just uh the team is Defensive wise, attacking wise, yeah. this time there's even no pookie party. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel for them. For me, the relegation part, I see Norwich, the likes of Newcastle, mm-hmm. yeah, and Leeds. Yeah, Leeds this season they might also be knocked out to relegation. Okay, Arsenal, Leeds. Yeah, as for Arsenal, I think they might finish position eight. Yeah. We're used to okay. it now. <laughs> so eighth and uh, just like this season, there won't be any European football next season for you guys. Well, okay. On the mention of on the mention of Leeds, then we'll segue to their game because uh, they sent a three 0 to Liverpool. Uh, well, there wasn't really much to say as an injury, well, which looked horrific at the point at the moment. Uh, to a youngster, Javi Elliott. Uh, well, strike was because of injury. Strike did get 
uh, sent off promptly. Uh, so to Caleb, uh, okay, a moment, I see Marsha's joined us, but to Caleb and Reinhard, uh, did you see what happened to Javi Elliott and do you think it will be bad? Do you think it will affect the player going forward or can he bounce back, given that he's been quite the bright spot in this uh, Liverpool side in the three games that he's, he, was play, he was able to play for them? Let me, let me start. I didn't see yeah. the injury, but I, I hear it was horrific. Yeah. A couple of injuries like the one to Ramsey as a personal fan and one to mm-hmm. So I really think he can come back, but I don't think he'll come back the same player. But I did see the injury. Reinhardt might have seen it, so I'll let him speak on that one. Okay. For the injury, I think, I think uh, Liverpool I mean, that, that injury, it should not even have been given as a red card because Pascal actually didn't need to tackle Elliot. But I think he'll still come back as, at the same level. I think he's, yeah, he's got the talent. Yeah, he has. And he's still, I mean, well, there are cases of where youngsters do suffer. Uh, injuries and don't make a comeback, but then there are also cases where they do come back and come strong, see that spell. And so, I, 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 on my part, think Pascal Strike did deserve the red card. It was dangerous play and it did result in um, quite, uh, it did result in an injury. So, that, that to me is warranted the red card. Uh, so, Marsh joins us now. Marsh, say hello and, you know. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, just yeah, joining. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what were you? You're talking about Elliot's injury, or uh, if I got that right? Yes. Yeah, have Elliot's injury and Pascal strikes uh, that's a contract card. Oh, okay. I, uh, okay. My opinion is, uh, I think the referee gave that red card on. Uh, he saw the seriousness of the injury, not not because of the tackle, really, because that that wasn't supposed to be a red card. I agree. I don't really think it's supposed to be a red card. I think he gave that red card based on the seriousness of the injury. So, uh, but I wish Elliot is a generational talent. He's an upcoming. I I will uh, compare him with uh, Antifati. There are some Elliot. Elliot plays. Elliot, Elliot really, really, really amazes me how he plays. He's a generational talent, man. So with that injury. Say, yeah. you know, no, for a moment I thought you'd say he reminds me of Pedri because they do tend to, well, although, although Elliot does tend to move the wider areas more often. Yeah. So, uh, we will wish him well. I hope him and be the same Elliot. And be the same Elliot. Uh, so, you know, similar to what Marsha said, uh, we'll wish him, you know, a quick recovery as from third world point. And clearly, you know, come back and be the player that you've shown children signs to be. Well, I'm sorry, Marsh, you've already missed the Cristiano Ronaldo hype train. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Apologies, but you know, you can train a word because I'm pretty sure you probably have something to say. Something to say about... Uh... About, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo coming back and, you know, scoring at the Old Trafford, at the Stratford end. Uh... I, I won't really say much about that because 
<laughs> everybody knows I'm not a fan of CL7. I'm Messi mm-hmm. also. Uh, okay, I wish him. I wish him luck. I will say. I will say. You know. I will. I will start commenting on CR7 when Manchester United face the big six because they haven't really faced the big six. They haven't really gotten that uh, that fresh of the game. So I will comment when they face the big six and Cristiano Ronaldo turns up and really performs. All right. All right. So until he faces the big six, well, unfortunately, you might just, you know, he might just turn up when they're playing you guys. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Okay, now to more sad news. Um, well, sad news for me. Uh, Crystal Palace three, Tottenham nil. Uh, this was the first game of the weekend, and so allow me just to put my thoughts before I pass on the questions to you guys. Um, this was one of the worst matches I've ever seen Spurs. Because, you, you know, against Crystal Palace, at halftime, you have no shot on target. How is it? You end up you end the game with a single shot on target, conceding three goals, despite the red card and everything. And we were really poor. Uh, I was really disappointed in the Spirito because he had struck me as a manager who had some sort of idea who, you know, really knew what he wanted, but whenever, when Crystal Palace put to a too difficult of a challenge, never seemed to come up with a right answer or any answer at all. And of course, then there was the yellow card, which is well, a lot guys. If you're a player, and if you're a player on the opposite, on the opposite side, and you see uh, a competitor go down, are you obliged to play out the ball? I'll start with Marsh. Uh, I beg So you're, you're you're in a football team, right? And you're playing, you know, your opponents. You are you're a Chelsea player. You're playing Manchester United. Uh, a United player goes down because of a tackle. Uh, pardon? Yes, go on, go on. Player goes down, and you as a Chelsea player now have the ball. You know, you, you see, you see, you know, say United player is down. Uh, are you obliged? To, uh, to kick the ball out even without the referee stopping play? Well, no, I don't think the rule... I think the rule say unless you you, you hear the the whistle, mm-hmm. you, should, you should play on. Yeah. yeah. But, but uh, okay, it, you know, it, it depends. Uh, we, we also... Uh, what was this? Ericsson's injury during the Euros. That, uh, that was not even an injury. That in that situation, if you see a situation like that, then I think you should be obliged to stop to stop the play. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in another situation, I don't really think I, I will just go on until I until I hear the the referee blow the whistle or the linesman raises his flag. Okay. Well, I mean, it, and and it's not the rule. And the rules say unless it's a head injury, then. Players to be stopped, but there's this, you know, there's what you call fair play, and you know, I, you know, people being a gentleman's game. When you see a player down, you know, don't, don't you feel that inclination to, you know, to play the ball out? Anyway, this this is me rambling, and it was what it was, lost, and so to Reinhardt and Caleb, Spurs were top of the table. Uh, do you see before before the game actually? But but do you see a top four finish for them? 
let me first comment on the on the injury when you're playing if you're obliged to stop play mm-hmm. i think I, i think you're not obliged to stop play because some players tend to use that to to stop the flow of the game especially when you're counter attacking and then somebody just falls down and faints an injury and stops your flow but uh, there are some times when it's serious and that's when i think marsh is right when he says maybe the whistle can you know that maybe it's a head injury or something like that but i don't think anyone is obliged even for fair play okay it's so like, like, like the whistle Sterling likes to to dive, uh, even even mm-hmm. as uh, if he's just talking, <laughs> he falls down. Now that that situation, you you can you cannot say you stop the play. I mean, okay, fine. I mean, I I thought you know I thought Paul understood that we are, we are, we are looking at each other, but I guess I guess you know seeing that has attitude to this, you know next next yeah. time, next time I hope I hope <clears throat> I hope when we face them again. Palace player goes down, then we'll have to continue the play. As for Palace finishing in the top four, yeah, for Palace finishing in the top four, yeah, they have a good chance. They uh, they uh, they kept Hakan, which is a very mm-hmm. big deal. If, if it left, uh, I don't think they would have finished in the top four. But they have a chance now that they have uh, Son and Hakan, and also Delian back. I think they have a good chance. Okay, so a good chance. Uh, for, me, for me, Tottenham finishing the four, I think it will just maybe a miracle will make it, but they won't. <laughs> <laughs> the fact he missed some games, but he came back, and we haven't even seen any positive performance. So top four, maybe just take a miracle. They won't. Yeah, Linus. Yeah. I have a question for you as a Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Uh do, yeah. do you really think uh Kent's mentality is the same as as when before as last season? Um because you know there was all this transfer room around him. Do you think uh he will perform again the way he performed last season? Yeah, I expect I expect so because and I know he hasn't looked sharp but again he's the one who came in late for training so his fitness is a bit worrying at the moment and you could okay. see it when they were playing uh, international uh, international football but yeah I, I expect I expect he he you know he, he doesn't strike me as a player to just slouch off because he's also thinking to himself if if he was to slouch off then you know next next season next season we we've already i mean we've come to the conclusion that next season not many clubs will be in for him so he really needs to put his name out there now you know now more so than ever because next season there will be uh, better other uh, more attractive options than he is than him so i expect him once once he's fit once you know once he gets running uh he'll be just a good player uh, as, as he was last season and you know is uh, uh record breaking season that we had before but I expect him to be to be the same player okay yeah okay so if, if we are done with that uh so moving on we have okay now so Chelsea 3 Villa nil uh this was a very flattering scoreline to Chelsea Chelsea for me did not look convincing 
as on the other hand who I would say unlucky you know having uh, uh, goals cleared off the line with from Thiago Silva and defensive from uh Mendy uh, so to much I believe is a Chelsea fan on the pod yeah yes, yes. Uh, could you say that Thomas Tuchel has been found out and <clears throat> Villa were able to exploit some of the weaknesses in his system well no uh, for me okay I, I will think okay in the first half we were a bit shaky uh, we lost the ball quickly we lost possession uh, and Thomas Tuchel rushed to to start to give Saul Niguez his debut we also how that went this is the premier net <coughs> you need to adapt you need to adapt very well but uh when 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 Jorginho when Jorginho was brought in, in the second half uh we saw at least I saw an improvement we attacked more we, tend, we attacked more we pushed forward but I, I don't think uh, Tuchel has been discovered if if it was so okay Aston Villa had fair chances they had really good chances uh shout out from a uh, very uh, the best goalkeeper in the Premier League right now <laughs> Edward Mendy uh and okay. uh, Thiago Silva <laughs> I look forward to facing you guys, Linus, you guys during the weekend. We have one of you guys in the weekend Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I look forward to facing you guys. So that's, that's where we'll see really if if Tuchel is a tactical genius <laughs> all right all right uh uh Caleb uh Reinhardt do you have any comments on whether or not you know this could be the fall of Thomas Tuchel and his tactics I think so it's inevitable I mean the guy came in and won the biggest uh, competition in Europe and I think after that there's not going up anymore it's just going downwards I don't think he can win the Premier League. Yes. Although he's made <laughs> terrific signings. <laughs> I don't think he's tactically he has the same system that he uses every single time. He's, he doesn't adapt. So I think he just wait. I think the next game with Ford. And uh, I'm hoping March. Yes. You know, uh, is Son going to play? Uh, I mean, Linus, do you think is Son going to play for the Chelsea game? I'm not so sure he no he's been ill so I'm really not so sure I'd have to wait until Nuno gives his press talk. Okay. But if he plays he's going to exploit I think he'll score two goals if he plays. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Actually Tottenham son son is the threat. <laughs> I, I just hope he does not play. But even if he plays uh, I'm very confident in the Chelsea defense with with the likes of Rudiger. <laughs> He'll handle him. James will also be back after the red card. So I'm confident. That's a sure win. Okay, so confidence. Confidence is a high. Um, so yeah. well because before before okay, so Reinhardt, uh Lukaku scored two goals uh on his return to the bridge. Um do you think he has a chance of being the top scorer? No. For me I think 
he'll just have a start a good head start like the way Tony Abraham did some season with nine goals <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so no so no not Lukaku not for top scorer for you Yeah, about that guys yeah for oh. me i think Lukaku will just come to a stop maybe he won't even make he won't even make 10 goals. i can yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. you want to put a, Reinhardt yeah you remember we put a waiver that uh, you said man still will win this season and i said Chelsea will win the league this season yeah, yeah. you, you want to go again with the chorus yeah we can still make it yeah, i mean So like <laughs> yeah. it's just a small team waiting for Chelsea you know Chelsea they are they hammer I mean teams like Bournemouth West Brom they used to really help this big six in on putting Chelsea to the top and I think time is just coming we'll have teams like Norwich they'll hammer Chelsea down <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Very, very bold declaration. How much would you like to respond? Because, of course. Yeah. Okay, uh, first of all, uh, Lukaku and Tammy Abraham are, very, are two very different players. I never I never liked Tammy Abraham. I never... <coughs> uh, there, is no, there is no day you, you hear, you heard me say uh, Tammy Abraham is a, is a good player. Mash, you said Tammy Abraham is going to take the top scorer, golden yes. boot. You said Timo Vana. Oh, it was Timo Vana? Yes, it was Timo Vana. Wow. That's even worse. I mean... So, this is what I'm going with Lukaku. Because because uh, you know Lukaku Lukaku right now he has matured as a player. Uh, he's in his prime. So I think I think he's going to be the top scorer this season. Watch all the pace, watch the pace. Okay. Linus. Yes. This is a guy who still doesn't have a fast touch. Did you see what he did <laughs> the previous game? Before <laughs> no, I mean you see I I'm I'm not sure IQ to be correct but I don't believe Alukaku has improved his uh, fast touch and ball control ball control yeah. so look but the that makes me just crazy terrific Caleb did you see his second goal against Aston Villa yes that was okay yes yes but he still has issues with his fast touch it's not that that well, fast, fast touch is not a problem <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> with James throwing those balls in the box, uh, I don't really think <laughs> that would be a problem for him to score. Okay, let's see. Okay, for teams yeah. like Brighton, Burnley, we have we have defenders such as Benny, James Tarkowski. So Lukaku being slow with this faster chief going to have problems. Yes. Yeah. yeah except Lukaku is not slow. Remind, I mean, Lukaku, he may, he may look big and that's, you know, impressed upon you that he's a slow player, but he's not slow. I mean, if you're a defender and you're banging up against Lukaku, you'd feel, you'd feel it in your legs, you know, once, if you actually do, you know, get up with, catch up with him. 
but I would not I would not say Lukaku is a, is a slow player. He's bulky but not slow. Okay, I guess time will help to tell on that one. Yeah. Okay, and so you know, speaking to speaking of uh, champion contenders, or we have Man City one Leicester nil. Uh, Man City were able to you know win the way champions win a uh, single goal from another silver. Um, anyone with thoughts on this game? Well, uh, City City look uh, the best team in the in the league right now. Um, I think the addition of Jack Grealish was a, a brilliant move by the coach. I mean, it gives them extra creativity because De Bruyne is uh, is constantly injured, so you can't really rely on him, especially the past three seasons. Although he's a good player, so I think I think they have the depth to win the Premier League this season. <coughs> Although they they, they 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 really need to buy a striker in the in January, if. Because they don't have any uh, striker currently. Okay, interesting. Um, anyone else? Yeah, I think PTCT are just the title contenders. Yeah, and I think they'll win it. Okay, so City are favourites. Well, for one, uh, question about depth in City. Uh, I think City do have depth, but not in all positions. For example, if Jao uh, Cancelo was to pick up an injury, uh, Guardiola is having uh, real troubles because you look at him, um, he, he's, he's used to playing Cancelo on the left. And now Mendy is available to them because of his you know, allegations. Uh, Zinchenko doesn't seem, uh, uh, he doesn't really seem to favor Zinchenko on that side. And so Guardiola has. I, I believe whenever you see the bench and you see okay, okay, with the brain and you see Abanamba Silva, the Jack Grealish, those big names, uh, you, you go, you know, this is a very strong bench, but it's a strong bench in particular areas and weak in others. Uh, you know, so the case for left back, and you see in CDM, if either Rodri or Fernandinho was to miss out the season, then again, another source of problems do come up. Uh, so City are looking a bit light, especially when you consider the bad teams around them, you know, Chelsea, Man United, and to some extent Liverpool. And, you know, one or two unfortunate injuries could just ruin the entire season. So to me, I'm a bit, um, I'm wavering on whether City or not, whether City uh, could be considered title, uh, title, uh, proper title this season. But Okay, so can we move on? Yeah. Um, uh, I'd rather just keep over the next uh, games. So we have Wolves 2, uh, Watford nil. Uh, Wolves finally able to score. Uh, well, I, I'm not so sure if this is uh, uh, an accurate statistic, but uh, it, uh, it, was, it is alleged that they had 60 shots on targets before, uh, before this game and had scored from none. Um, looks like we've lost. Um, we've lost Caleb. So okay, fine. So Wolves were able to get on, you know, get a goal, get a result. They've been good this season, just unlucky in some cases. You think? I mean, they should have at least gotten a point uh, from the game against us. Um, new signing, Juan Kichang, got on a score sheet. Um, 
he's, which is always good for a new striker that you've brought in and a player you want to really adapt to the league. Um, so, any thoughts on this, or should we move on to the next one? Uh, I think okay. Wolves, Wolves really, really create. Wolves, uh, I think what they, what they like is what they lack is uh, uh, the creativity of a, of a striker or a finisher. Raul Jimenez, after after he came back from his injury, he's not he was he was not the he's not the same player that he was before before the injury. So Adama Traore is creating really good chances, but uh, when he reaches in the box, he just I don't know what gets to yeah. him. <laughs> he just <laughs> and, and loses the ball very quickly. So I think I think what 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 Wolves lack is the creativity of a of a good striker. Yeah, but uh, they, they they do have some. You know, we've mentioned uh, Pong, and they have Dalimenez, who I believe once he scores a few goals, he'll regain his confidence because he had that injury, that uh, skull injury, which is always a horrifying to a player. And it's actually nice to see him come back. Uh, they have a uh, promising youngster like Fabio Silva. So they, yeah. they have they, they have elements, that I think. I think Bruno Lage should just, you know, be uh, patient and try to work things out and, you know, find elements and systems that work for him. And also, I mean, yeah, Adama Traore, you know, I think I saw a post where, you know, if Adama Traore had... Uh, Good decision making skills, it'd be a phenomenal player, a player you couldn't actually play, but always his final third decisions seem to let him down. Uh, another, well, a very good game that would, would have gone and mentioned would have been Brighton 1 and Brentford 0. Uh, Brighton seems seem to have uh, put away their XG cast uh, in, in the past that they had last season, really had a, a woeful season despite the numbers that they were putting up, uh, almost yeah. getting relegated. And so, in this game, do you think Brentford, given what you've seen from Brentford so far, do you think they have what it takes to stay up? Um, yes, I believe Brentford have what it takes to stay up. Because mm-hmm. uh, before they got, they got promoted, we, we saw uh, well, they, 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 they were the underdogs, really, in their... Is it the championship or...? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think they have they have the quality, the quality to stay up. I think I think they'll remain in the Premier League. The the team which I'm not so sure if to remain in the Premier League is Norwich. Yeah. Norwich, uh, I don't really think so. Yeah, Norwich, Norwich have problems. I think uh, their problem is they're really slow going forward, and so especially when they're facing these big teams, uh, they're unable to counter them with any real pace, but. I don't know when when they play teams that will allow them to have the ball as they like to do. I think I think you could see them, you know, win here and win there. <clears throat> uh, so well, okay, fine. To speak a bit more on this game, so Brighton, uh, I think, currently sits on sixth on the table. Uh, in the table, um, is it is it a position you see them uh, maintaining, or is it you know just no a, 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 a patch of early form? This this is bright. They'll just they'll just go down. But uh, I don't really see them maintaining a top ten. I don't really see, see them finish in the top ten. But they've been really good. I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're creating, they've been creating chances since last season. But now they seem to find a way to just 
put the ball back in the back of the net. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're solid at the back. And, uh, okay, well, okay, I'm not making the case for them. <laughs> maybe they'll surprise us, let's read. Yeah, maybe. I think it's too early uh, to 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 say that they, they they have a fair chance in gimmick four when you're in gimmick four. It's uh, you know okay for for me for me when the league starts I, I usually don't don't really focus so much on the table in the first. I'm usually the table I, I usually focus so much on the table when it comes to second leg. Because that's when teams start. You start seeing teams now play the real, the real game. Mm-hmm. When when you when you see that uh, uh, teams like uh, the, the 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 big six, the Chelsea, Man City, Manu, and what have you, when they have those, when they have that congestion of fixtures. Now you you really yeah. see if they 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 got quality or they got that. No, that's that urge to stay to this to stay in the top. So that's that's when when I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll see if if Brentford and Brighton really, really do have fair fair chance of staying in the top ten. Okay, okay. I mean, I, to me, they've been they've been really good. I mean, we know they they have no issues creating chances. All the issues are in finishing, and since they're able to get scores from all over the pitch, but you know. As you've said, we'll only have to wait and see. And so, yeah. to our final fixtures, uh, here we have Southampton nil, uh, West Ham nil. Well, I believe. Well, I know. I know. I know you, you, you think West Ham were the better, were the better side, but Southampton would be aggrieved not to have won this. Uh, West Ham did go down at some point. Uh, Mikel Antonio got booked at the end of the game, though. And um, well, are West Ham good, or are they, you know, or is it Mikel Antonio just being a good player, especially now that they're going to miss him for the next fixture? West Ham, West Ham, West Ham are good, but uh, I, I, with with Mikel Antonio missing the next game, I'm not so sure. <laughs> because, I mean, because yeah. Last season they were good, and then you know when Jesse Lingard came in, he elevated them. I mean, they know how to. You know, is it a case of having a system that works, or is it a case of having a system that is able to elevate a particular player and thus get the most out of said player? Uh, but okay, I think I think West Ham West Ham will 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 have performed. Better if uh, Lingard would have stayed. Mm-hmm. That went. He wants to fight for his place in the Manchester United starting lineup. Uh, but with Antonio, 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 like uh, you remember our first pod, uh, we, were, we were talking about the overachievers and the achievers. I think mm-hmm. I, uh, I said Antonio, Antonio will be my overachiever of this season mm-hmm. because he's. Proved, it's proved to be to be that to, to be that good. It's proved many times that you can rely on him. Though I don't know what went wrong during the weekend, but uh, Antonio Antonio is a, is a very good player. I think I think he'll take he'll take West Ham. He'll take, he'll take West Ham to to where uh, maybe, maybe Europa or <laughs> I don't know. But I think I think Antonio 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 will 
he'll perform he'll perform good for okay with uh, also with the Creswell in the defense mm-hmm. some have a fair chance of uh, of 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 getting of getting of getting uh, I will say number 5 mm-hmm. <laughs> number 5 6 that's my prediction <laughs> for them to finish the season okay so speaking of, of achievers we have now the final fixture which was played yesterday uh, everton 3 uh, burnley 1 uh well we've seen this from everton before i mean I believe last season a time like this they were top of the table. Is it, is it, is it, is it the same story where they start off hot and then just drop off as the season goes on? You know, playing against Burnley is never is never fun unless you're Man City. But now it seems yeah. anyone who you know anyone who, invi- who is playing them has a chance of putting the ball behind the net. But anyway, fortunes change and it seems as if yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. fortunes have changed. Well, that's that has been you know the EPL. Mm-hmm.